Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Passengers awaiting flight 00H132. That's flight 00H132. Please approach the gates. Your flight is now ready for boarding. You're listening to the Out of Home Podcast. You're listening to the Out of Home Podcast. Are you listening to the Out of Home Podcast? You're listening to the Out of Home Podcast. Featuring Kieran, Kwame, Yas and Stephen. You and them boys are crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we're inside. I think we're inside. Are we inside? We're inside. We are deep inside. <laughs> we're inside. <laughs> and we are on. We are on. It's not out of home anymore. This is the first episode of On At Home. On At Home. Here in Kenlo. <laughs> <laughs> this is... What are you telling me? I shout, shout to Stephen and Pampa, obviously. And you have to. Yeah, shout, shout, shout to everybody. Shout, shout out to all the Um Well, this is... Um, this is a. This was out of home, but it's now keeping up with the Kardashians. We got Key Kardashian fam. Why? Why are you doing that for? Key Kardashian fam. Wait, why? That's a Key Kardashian. That 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 glam life. Hey, he's about to give Fenty a run up for their money, fam. Probably it's mad, isn't it? This is too funny. I can't keep this on my face for too long. Is it? Is it cracking? It's not cracking, but it's obviously getting harder, isn't it? But what are you supposed to do? You supposed wait, to wait, wait, wait. Whoa. Off, yeah. <laughs> what's cracking and what's getting harder over there, fam? First of all, <laughs> if you're tuned in to this raunchy Thursday, <laughs> you are listening to the sounds of the Out of Home Mandem. Across two buildings, across UK and Amsterdam, it's me, Stephen, and Kwame. Shout out to Yaf, who's enjoying Carabana right now, one time. But the cracking sensation that I am feeling <laughs> on my face is due to a new uh, product... Yeah. That I am trying out. It's not even out yet. <laughs> exclusive? It's not that it's exclusive. It's just that not many people, men. Oh, look at my face, bro. It's mad right now. So, so basically, bro, on on the back or the coattails of our episode when I spoke to Kwame about his skin, aka the April Spritzer, the April Spritzer, Spritz, Spritz, Spritz. <laughs> pause, pause, pause. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Um, I was speaking to a friend of mine, uh, Abby, about um, basically skincare routines. And she asked me, like, what's your skincare routine? I was like, what skincare routine? Like, man just uses water and soap. And she looked at me in dismay. Mm. She was like, what? What do you mean? I was like, look, my skin's fine. Like, why do I need anything else? I've been doing this for 20 well, I almost lied. I almost lied. I've been doing this my whole life. And actually, I wouldn't have been a lie because I weren't doing it. No, I weren't looking after myself when I was a baby. Mm. But for about 28 years, I've been using water and soap. And it's done my, my, my skin a world of good, right? Exceedingly good. Shout out to Mr. Kipling. <laughs> Shout out to Mrs. Kipling. Mr. Kipling and Mrs. Kipling too. But she did say, if it's good, it can always get better, right? So we um we ventured out to get some skincare products I have a cleanser 
I have a clay mask. I have a clay mask on right now, actually. As we record, <laughs> let's state for the record. Is that the one from the Himalayas? This is the one from the Himalayas. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. She, wait, so yeah, like... Boy, this was regular, you... regular. Jeez. So right did now, I'm actually looking like... Together? I'm actually looking like... Um, uh, yeah, like a, like a clay monster right now, to be honest with you. you you're, you're looking like you, you you could be an extra from a very eccentric Buster Rams video right now. <laughs> yeah, 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 for real, for real. Uh, I have a moisturizer and SPS, SPF because apparently we all need it on our faces even when the sun isn't shining. It's factor 50 sunscreen. Yeah. That ain't letting nothing in, man. <laughs> that ain't letting nothing in. So I decided to try it whilst we were recording today. And uh, yeah, so we're here, innit? We, we are here. We're really intrigued. That that train ride was very educational for me. <laughs> uh, uh, I, I, I learned a lot. I saw a lot. A lot of new names. And um, but interestingly, my only my main takeaway was um, there's something called guara or what's it called? Uh, gua, a guasha. Guasha. A guasha. Have you heard of that, Kwame? No, I haven't actually. So, it's basically a facial squeegee. <laughs> What? It's a facial squeegee. You know how you do. You, you know how you um, clean the windshield, fam. The squeegee. Oh no, you're lying. So it it it's apparently. So I'm not gonna do it any justice, to be honest. But uh, Abby was saying how it like removes the moisture from your. She's um, talking about cheekbones from, from your pores or from your skin. It was more than that. She said moving cheekbones, fam. Really, it, it, it structures your like it contour your face. Not fam. contours, but structures your face how it's supposed to be. Like if you've got like wrinkles and all of these things, it's actually very good for wrinkles. Sort of but it's a big squeegee that you apply on your That's face. Mad. It was actually really funny for Stephen to kind of like describe it as a as a squeegee because Abby wasn't having any. You know, of it. She was locking it in as if it was some like big innovation. She's like, it's like Guara it came from from like Wait, Japan and everything so, like, like that. Did you see a live? Did you see a live demonstration of this? We then? we saw the next best thing. We saw a TikTok with several um, yeah. Guara users or Guara Guasha. Guasha Guasha users. G U A S H A. Guasha. And they were they were moving like a squeegee like Sunday morning. Who sings that song? Um, Lionel Richie. Hey. Hey. Two for two. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, um, yeah, on the back of our, our episode about skincare, I thought I might as well take it a little bit more seriously, see what it has has to offer for me. You know, there's a, the skin came the skincare game is deep, fam. I was taken to a bunch of shops and some of the products are very, very, very expensive. We even went to the one that you mentioned on the show last last time. Uh Orange Origins. Ordinary. ordinary that's the one yeah went to ordinary how, how, did, how did that go down was that be approving of it or she wasn't really no nah, she was down for it she's, she's like you just don't need this right now you need the basics go grab the basics yeah it's a journey bro yeah it's a journey she said I'm not I, I, I shouldn't be using no acids or anything just just yet you know and then to which I replied are we bleaching <laughs> It would be the Niger boy to say that. But fam, I'm hearing acid being thrown put on faces, fam. I have to ask the question. I am grey right now, bruv. You're officially a grey. Oh my god. Brother. This is moving mad. The funny thing is, I know we have like maybe like six listeners from Nigeria, but if they should ever, if they should ever see the visuals for this, it is going to look like Nollywood's finest production right now. Yeah, yeah. Right now. There we go. Oh gosh, my face is feeling tight. My face is feeling tight. But um, 
Less of the skincare, more of the mandem. How are you lot, man? How are you? Yeah. I'm good, bro. Yeah? You're missing me, aren't you? I see you way too let, much let, let, I can't let, miss let, you fam Look at that toxic masculinity No I don't, I don't hey, fam, It's just you It can be vulnerable bro. This is a podcast We can be vulnerable Says Steve I'm, I'm, I'm a vulnerable yeah. ass brother bro yeah, just, just, You're not Just let out Just let out See you're, you're bro, lashing out You're lashing I'm not missing out. Bro I've, I've, I've been travelling with you To two different countries And I'm on 9,000 calls with you a day fam We're good You miss me You miss me You miss me though bro I miss you too Yo, big time, big yeah, time. I heard that, I heard that, I heard that. Big shout out uh, to Jenny no, one time, first and foremost, actually. Yes. Who um, hollered me. I need to holler her back. This is so rude that I'm actually just addressing this on the podcast and messaging her. But I'm going to have time between now and for when this comes out to hit her back. But she was like, it was really lovely to hear uh, us getting vulnerable and deep. Oh, While nice. Stephen was away. <laughs> Imagine that, eh? Imagine that. <laughs> no, but big shout out to, Steve, uh, to, to Jenny. An- another thing, because we always do this at the back end of the podcast, but I realised, yeah, some people might not get there. So if you're here right now, please go to Spotify or Apple, Apple iTunes, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to this. Review, like, leave a comment. We need that. This is a podcast we do fund this shit by ourselves and we'd love to get out of these rankings and just let more people know about us. So just put it this way. You give your Uber driver a rating, takes it for A to Z. You've been on a spiritual and audio journey with us for Tell 132 them. episodes. Tell them. Can a brother get a couple of stars under our names? A couple stars under. Just a little tap. Just a little tap tap. It don't Something even take nothing out of your day. Nothing out of your day. Anything for the boys? No, Something nothing. for the boys. Something for the boys. Give it to the boys. Hey. Hey. Come on now. Now. <laughs> Kwame, I think you own this segment now. I think I own this segment. Yeah. I, I remember vaguely from doing this weekly that normally you segue us into the into the thing. Oh, no, no. I was hoping you would, but it's fine. Stephen, my brother, what made you smile last week? Oh, last week. Oh, wow. It came to me. Um, <laughs> you know what? I, there's actually a lot that made me smile, but I have... Oh! I've forgotten them. News flash. No, that I've forgotten. That is Stephen being vulnerable. I love it. You keep smiling, my brother. You keep smiling. I keep have smiling. forgotten. Oh, wait. There was a random guy. Oh, no, no. It's all coming back to me. It was all a dream. Um, so I was in Camden and there was, a, there was an old um, white guy he looked like Albert Einstein he like, had the hair and everything and he was looking in the reflection of a shop window combing his mane combing his mane with passion and he's just like and he looked at me and said still handsome and I was like yeah you know <laughs> I was like yeah you talk that talk and we just smiled and walked by and I was just like Wait. it was a random it was a random exchange but Bro, just, you yeah. gave a random man uh, I didn't say he looked He said he looked Oh okay okay, okay, okay. I, I, I think I'm moving like this fam Nah I don't know But he, After he combed that majestic mane He looked over He was like I still got it Still handsome I was love like, that I was like You talk your talk I like, You that, talk man. your talk And yeah It's just a very random interaction I was just like oh, It's beautiful He's feeling good about himself He made a couple of other people smile Because they're like Who is this guy Ferociously combing this mane uh, In this mirror um, so that was one thing. Mm-hmm. Um, my cousins all happen to be in London right now, which Jeez. is a very rare apocalypse, apocalyptic. Even man like Samson, man like Samson was here, not being able to use the turnstile for the tube, which I caught on camera, and I, I love that. I hope, 
a whole director out here kind of frazzled by the the concept of tapping in and tapping out. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, couldn't work it out. That's jokes. That's too um, funny. Shout out, Shelly. He seems to be very sharp otherwise. Yeah, yeah, no, well, no when it comes to travel or when he has to do it unassisted. <laughs> uh, shout out to Shegun as well. My cousin has been, he actually graduated. He studies. Oh, congrats, man. Congrats. Yeah, he studied something and got a degree for it. I can't remember what it was. Probably he a business something. degree. What a caring individual uh, you are, big man. Uh, the details, find the details. Man graduated. That's all we need to know. And shout out Ben as well, who's uh, studying in Coventry. So he came from. Up, uh, up north baby, or mid- baby, Midlands baby. Um, my cousin Leah who also she redesigned uh, the flat that they have as well depending on Airbnb so if anyone needs a property to stay at holler at your boy um, and then uh, there's some other covers I think they're all around but um, yeah it's just random it's very rare for us all to be here so uh, we went out chopped it up and obviously them man a bit uh, older than I am of course old, as you would expect and of course it's the first time going out with them that I got called an uncle by association uh, it's not <laughs> the first the time but continue please it is definitely the first the way the way I had to you, you know you know where you squat down to your knees when you've like been winded or something <laughs> <laughs> when, uh, Ooh, you know that meme the heartburn yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> It hit me like a... T- For these men, they were they were used to it. They were like, they were like oh, they were even laughing. They were embracing it. But for me, it was like... Who called your uncle? Some you. Uh, some you as well. Like, they were, they were trying to talk to him for something. They were like... Oh. He said uncle by association. Like, he doesn't get called uncle no, on a regular. No, I don't. I don't. On the regular. I don't. But then they were like, oh, look at Ox these... Un- the hour. They said, look at these uncles. And my heart sank. I- Where was you? Huh? I was outside Coco Kia. Oh, you <laughs> place, he was trying to rave with the small it. boys. <laughs> yeah, trust me. Come, I saw, I sucked that. I put my hands. I was like, I was like, it's just taking in the oxygen. I was like, I best believe I didn't speak to my cousins the rest of the night. I was like, you guys walk fifteen paces ahead of me. I was absolutely livid by this. Um, but yeah, um, I'll pass it back over to my stripy friend, the Afro Spritzer. That's quite funny because I'm wearing orange and white. Okay. Uh, what made me smile this week? Uh, the fact that it's getting real. I'm going to London for the first time in a very long time. Jeez, when are you going? Uh, and, and what? When are you going? Oh, yeah. Uh, 24th. Um, 24th, me and me are coming for a wedding. Then there's bare things going on. There's carnival, which is lovely. And a couple of people that we know that are dear to this pod will be in London at the same time. Sick. I believe there's um, a shindig at the Downs. Yep, yep. Yep, correct. Now, I was going to ask, are we, are we all, are we all... For the first time, I think Down. we will be in London we... together. Ooh, are you out of home exclusive? <laughs> Get your glad rags on. <laughs> Carney is on. Yeah, exactly. That'll be a messy so, affair, man. That'll be dope, that'll be dope, that'll be dope. So really When's nice. the last time you went to Carnival? Both of you. Oh, oh my goodness, bro. Say again, bro. Maybe like 10 years ago. 10 years ago. What about you, Stephen? Six or seven. Wow, bro. Maybe eight. Maybe eight or seven. Wow, wow, wow. Not a long time. Um, So very excited. Hopefully it'll be hot and pristine. Off for a couple of days as well. Um, So yeah, that's what made me smile. And um, I tried to... We were looking into maybe like sending our, our tickets in London. Because I'm trying to get me gassed about London because she's, she's like, yeah, it's all grey now. I'm like, brother, it's not... Obviously, some parts are grey, but it's beautiful. So we're looking about extending our ticket and uh, Eurostar sometimes still smoke crack when it comes to prices when they're very close to the date in it. So that's not happening. 
So uh, if you listen to Eurostar, please, 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 please fix your prices. Star, and if, and if I already have if I already have um, a booking with you, big big people like sort me out in it. Like, I've already paid you. Like surely we have some kind of affinity going on, but they treat me like some cold hold, some stone cold stranger. So uh, yeah, that's what made me smile. Is I'm coming home to London with my lady, and Kieran. Even though yes, it's not, even though even though it's not even though it's not next week, I'm saying this because like it's fine, like it's it's becoming real, and it's like I'm getting excited about it. Kieran, I'm gonna pass it over to you. Wow, my dog. my skincare, my fellow like skincare, what do you call it, a crusader, and who and who today and today who had no idea. He's finally joined G Unit. Shout out to the Guasha gang. So um, yeah. I ain't got a Guasha. I ain't got a Guasha. Yeah, but, you ain't got a Guasha. Um, what what made me smile? A uh, couple things made me smile over the week. Um, I'll start with this one. I went to my first ever Commonwealth Games. Oh yeah, that looks sick. And it was man. It was it was such a sick time. And I went there not because I just wanted to watch the Commonwealth Games. I went there because I had a reason. Which was my one of my best mates that I've known since I was ten, was representing Jamaica in the uh, rugby sevens, which was held in Coventry. It was sick. Um, went up there with uh, a bunch of kids, kids you know, kids I grew up with, guys I grew up with um, from school. How do you call them kids? I know it was weird, <laughs> didn't it? Because I was gonna, basically, basically, I got stuck in. Yo, I got big stuck, man. I got stuck into Where did my kids come from? Because Omar's daughter was there as well. I was like, we were okay, kids. Okay. But um, we we went up with um, Omar's girlfriend, Kerry, his young daughter, Esme, um, my boys, Will, Nigel, Josh, Michael, and Will's wife, Kat. And we were there just like supporting Jamaica mm. during... Um, the sevens. I won't lie yet. It wasn't looking good, big man. From the offset, they lost a couple games, their first two games, and failed to register a try over oh. the first two days. What is a try, my friend? So a try is when it's a, it's like a goal in mm. football, but a try is worth five points on the board. So they failed to register a single point in their first two games, and it wasn't looking good. Not but on but. On top of that, like, Omar, when he came on, he was doing his thing. So we were gassed. And you know, like, you're like, gassed. Like, my boy's out there, Commonwealth, the world's watching. And he ain't, he's doing, he's representing. And I had a flag. The flag got lower and lower as Jamaica was slowly... <laughs> half masting. Slowly sliding down. Slowly sliding down the league. But by the final day, I overcame. And I was like, look, I'm a proud Jamaican, man. I'm going to fly this flag. And yeah, they did their thing, man. They ended up finishing 13th uh, out of, I think, 16 countries. But, but this was the first time that they ever, ever competed, competed at the Commonwealth oh, wow. Games in Sevens. It's the, um, a lot of the teams that they did play have, um, are professionals. Mm-hmm. And these guys are, this is like their part-time job, you know, so. I've got one random question. Yeah, go. Did Scotland finish bottom? Because I saw them get digged down by Fiji. Uh, like, I'm not even a Rugby Sevens watcher, but five minutes in, I'm like, the score no. should not be this big <laughs> right now. So, so for anyone that doesn't know, like. It's looking like a cricket score, fam. So, so anyone that doesn't know, Sevens is uh, a, a form, it's like, it's, it's, it's what, quick, it's what, uh, What's what's the? It's like 
2020 cricket. Yeah, it's it's, it's no. the it's 2020 as 20 as 2020 cricket is to test matches. Mm. It seven sevens is to fifteens, right? So there, you don't play with your forwards. You just mm. play with a back line, and okay. the games are seven minutes, but they still oh. play on a full length pitch, right? Oh, that makes no sense. Oh, bro, it's tiring work, right? It's really tiring work, and there's a lot of tactics involved and a lot of like um um yeah a lot of tactics and a lot of fucking stamina that is needed conditioning all this stuff no, scotland no, didn't no, finish no. bottom but fiji were fucking good they, they, no no fiji were good no south africa did south africa were amazing bro but how where where is scotland in this in this table um, i just need to know what the level was because they got pounded like yam no but i think they finished like Maybe mid table. Mid gave that mid table beating. I, I think they finished mid. I'm not sure. I'm not 100 percent sure. Like I didn't actually check. I didn't check all of it. Like the the leagues that where everyone finished. Because we left take before the final. My biggest takeaway is what you said is no forward line, just back. Yeah, just backs, just backs. And that's what a way to live life. So so like in a back line, you have your scrum. Well, actually, instead, yeah, in your back line, you have your scrum half, fly half, inside, outside. Two wingers and a fullback. So and, like, but, you don't play with any flankers or whatever. No, but one of the players that's on the field of play will double up as a hooker for whenever they have oh, very, very fitting, isn't it? Whenever they have scrubs. Double up as a hooker. And and they'll have like two forward and big men that will probably be part of the scrums. I'm not re- I used to play rugby. I don't know all of the rules of it. Obviously, it's a game we run forward, pass backward. There's all of that stuff. And all of the 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 things that I learned when I was playing back then was kind of like flooding back whilst I was watching. But it was just a really good experience. Um and um to be out there and to watch him represent. The second thing that made me smile. You have a question. No, 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 no. Oh, just, the second the second thing that made me smile before I get rid of I'm watching your metamorphosis. <laughs> Man might grow wings and fly. This cocoon is hatching. The second thing that I'm gonna say before I need to wipe off this clay mask is what the hell? Why don't we just show the stuffed animal to the Bro, screen? <laughs> the second thing, this is quite, this is just funny. So, um, my parents and Nicholas and my aunt went to Milton Keynes this weekend to a reggae festival, right? And my little brother, Nicholas, who lives with uh, osteocranial stenosis and it has verbal dyspraxia, Loves Bob Marley, really. Like loves Bob Marley. Like knows the, the words to his songs. Like will sing, will sing them to the top of his lungs, sort of thing. Yeah, and he's gone to my mum. Like basically, Bob Mar- Like Bob Marley's on stage. I need to go and see Bob Marley. Right. My mum had the task of telling Nicholas. Oh, <laughs> I was about to say. Oh. Because Nicholas was very adamant that Bob Marley was on the stage. <laughs> and, bef- and listeners, before before you think we're being terrible, this is actually just really funny. Um, Nicholas was arguing with my mum that Bob Marley was on the stage. And my mum's basically like, Nicholas, like, it's not Bob Marley, it's a tribute act. Trying to explain to him what, what the tribute act is and stuff. And um, I think she left it whilst they were at the festival. And in the car, like, he's, like, brought it back up again. And she's like, Nicholas, I need to tell you something, get it? Ah, oh, in the car. <laughs> <laughs> he, 
She's the like, Bob Marley's like, like, Bob Marley's dead. And Nicholas is like, no, he's not. He was there at the show. He was oh, singing geez. his songs. He's not dead. She's like, Nicholas, Bob Marley has died. He died a long time ago. Like, that wasn't Bob Marley. That was a tribute act for Bob Marley, blah, 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 right? And obviously, mum wanted to tell him to keep him informed. So, like, obviously, you don't want someone to be like, I went to go see Bob Marley. And they're like, so he doesn't have the same argument with somebody else, right? It's a whole different conversation. So, Nicholas is like, no, he's not. No, he's not. No, he's not. She's like, Nicholas, Nicholas, he's dead. So, Nicholas takes out his phone and hollers Siri. And says, hey, Siri, is Bob Marley dead? Siri... Comes back and tells Nicholas that Bob Marley was born X day and died X day. <laughs> and that was it. My mom told me, yeah, <laughs> I was busting up. Because <laughs> I'm just like, it's imagining Nicholas's face like, oh, I was wrong. Oh, Bob Marley's gone. I, I, but I love how Siri took on the role as VAR. <laughs> <laughs> Fam, when mum told me, I was just smiling to myself because I know, like, she sent me a video of him just enjoying himself. And, like, it, that was one of the, 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 the sweetest things. I got a video halfway through the weekend mm. of, like, Nick just, like, vibing out to Free Little Birds, like, singing to the top of his lungs. But you know what's great? In that moment, like, he literally was thinking that. Yeah, so exactly. That, that, that's just such a... Pure yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. He's like, oh, we need to go see Bob Marley. Mum's like, you can't see Bob Marley, bro. You can listen to his songs, but you can't see him in it. Qu- question for you guys yeah. on the top of that. Uh, who's one artist that you would bring back to see live if you could? Michael Jackson. Oh, I'm, and on that note, I'm going to go and wipe this off my face mm-hmm. right now. So you guys entertain yourselves and I'll be back. The young cocoon goes to hatch. <laughs> The metamorphosis shall be complete. No, um, the revolution well, no, won't be televised, but the metamorphosis shall. Single man, reveal yourself. <laughs> um, no, the artist I would have loved to have seen, if I could, or I could bring back, is Prince. Prince. A real musician, a real singer. And the reason why I say Prince, because Prince was known for, like, touring extensively in his in his last, like, 24. 20- 20, 10 years. Michael Jackson obviously Michael Jackson obviously would be um, a great spectacle, but I just can't imagine I would get like tickets and that. But I remember No, no, but this is a scenario where you so, can you can you can get the tickets, you can do everything you want. But oh, who, who then you? still I think Prince. Still, it sounds crazy, yeah. but Prince, yeah. Even though I'm more of an MJ fan, I just think Prince, like as a musician and like the showmanship, I think there'll be a lot of like pyrotechnics with Michael, and that would be great. But I think Prince. No, mine's uh, Michael Jackson. I'm a huge um, Michael Jackson fan. Like, um, his death is one of those moments where I remember where I was and it took me a couple of days, uh, which rarely happens. But uh, Michael Jackson, Forever the Goat. And obviously, What's you know... What's your favourite MJ song? I'm not you know what? to call lyrics, Stephen. <laughs> Waste, man. You know, I can't pick one because I, I just, I really, it's, it's one artist where I literally love everything that, I literally wow, love everything that, that is such did. a media trained inoffensive they, 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 But you know, after a couple of, um, after I transition into Rock Rivers, you know, if Michael Jackson comes on, you know, you know what's happening next. You know what's So uh, are you, are you, uh, are you, 
are you screaming into the air or, or are you like, what do you call it, crotch grabbing? I'm doing it all. It's a full-on production, mate. I'm doing the little kick. I'm doing a little at- attitude. Um, busting a little moonwalk. Um, no, 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 no. Do it. Yeah, I can. Yeah, I can. Don't say it like you. Don't say it like you got in your locker like that, big man. Fam, my locker's filled with a bag of tricks. That's what it is. And and you know this as well. You know this as well. Steven, you know your locker. <laughs> your, your your locker barely <laughs> opens correctly in it, fam. Your your your, your locker is always jammed, bro. Your locker got cleared out, fam. Your, your locker, locker, your locker got... needs WD-40 on the joints, isn't it, fam? Your locker needs... Never, locker needs... never, never mind. You can come for my lyrics, but you can't come for my moves, fam. Goated. No, Stephen, I can. And they're I am right now. They're Sean Goated. They're Sean Goated. Stephen, what I love about you is that when you're waved, you're enjoying dancing, but you, but you aren't enjoying, and you definitely are, like, um, dist- um, uh, disrespecting the beat. So don't tell me you got moves like that, big man. I've got an internal beat, fam. That's what you need to listen to. <laughs> you got an internal... Young metronome over there. Metro grooving over there. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes. Until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at UH1.com. I'm Sandra. And I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Oh, oh, hello there. Has has, has he got another mask on? What's happening now? What's happening now? The metamorphosis is complete, fam. Oh, there we go. Oh, well, it's clean, damn it. This joke, man. What was that? What what just made that sound? Something dropped. What dropped? Your age. <laughs> You're so Did stupid. You're so dumb, bro. Uh, oh yeah, um, Kieran, you might have missed it, but like, well, that's what I miss. Stephen was saying that he he is an elite dancer, an elite dancer. So can you look yeah. here for a second, please? What do you want from me, bro? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not oh my god! I'm frozen. I'm frozen. <laughs> that is epic. I was not prepared for that. We're gonna find out. We will find out. Oh, Stephen. <laughs> no, that is that is. Oh, he got me good. <laughs> You fucking got me good. And all I've been today is a guinea pig for his social experiment, bruv. Literally. Oh, Stephen, that's so good. I'm so angry. I'm so angry with you. I'm so angry, but so, so happy as well. I'm so angry. But that is, that is genius, bruv. It's going to be a great surprise for you. Let's just say the Himalayan Christmas working out here. I'm looking forward to it. I'm so confused right now. Oh, Stephen, th- there's not many like you, my bro. I can't, I'll, I'll vouch for that. I'll vouch for that. Sorry, what did I miss? Sorry. 
What did I, what the hell did I miss? Stephen was saying, uh, he was saying, uh, he asked a question, a very good question, about what act would you bring back live to see? I said, yes. I said, he's a Michael Jackson. Yes, he's yes. a big, big MJ fan. Asked him what song. He said, oh, I like all the songs. I'm a real MJ fan. Oh, no, 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 no. Steve, no, Stephen, Stephen, yeah, yeah, Stephen. Yeah. No, 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 no. Wait, wait, wait. It gets worse. It gets worse. And he was like, yeah, like, you know, I'm, I, I, I was like, I, if, I, if I get an MJ zone, I'm really there. So I was like, oh, okay. So, like, are you going to be, like, you know, like, screaming into the air? Or are you, like, crotch grabbing? And he said, oh, I do it all, you know. I even, like, bust a little moonwalk. I said, so, yeah, I can do it. I said, no, obviously, my, obviously, I got it in my locker. I said, bro, your, 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 your locker is often jammed and needs, and needs like, WD-40. And he's like, nah, bro. Steven, can, can I, like, can I, 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 can when Sarat Rivers is flowing, Steven, Steven, yeah, can I be real with you? Yeah, please. Right here on this podcast with you, the 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 the, the Jackson in your Michael is not. It really isn't. It's not doing what it needs to be doing, my friend. I I think it's just the angles that you guys are watching it from. I think it Michael might... Jenkins for sure, but it's not Michael Jackson, bro. Steven, guaranteed. Steven, you know what? I've got Steven? footage. I'll, I'll go put. We'll put it to public. Bro, we have, all have mental pictures of Steven. these moments, bro. Don't worry about. I've that. seen you. <laughs> I have seen you bring out these dance moves at every occasion possible. It doesn't matter what BPM we are listening to. <laughs> but I said it doesn't what matter <laughs> what genre of music <laughs> is on those speakers. Michael is going to make an appearance. Bro, I have to break it to you right now. In Augusta. It no run. It no work. It no good. <laughs> it no work. Fudge. These guys hating because they've never seen anyone do Michael Jackson to a drill beat. I'll be real with you though. When he does bring it out, people love it. People love it. Well, we were in Sevilla. It wasn't Michael Jackson. And they were playing some real folklore kind of Serbian reggaeton, which sounded kind of like Turkish and Indian, which is a weird thing I just said. Anyways, but the whole night, we're in 2022. <laughs> there was a popular rap song in 2020 by a Little Baby, which was referenced by a dance. And Moise Keen, to his credit, still does it very well, but it's a bit out of fashion. And in Slovenia, to Serbian reggaeton, which sounds like Turkish folk music, Stephen was doing the woe the whole night, bro. The woe dance. You know the woe dance, Stephen, you're trapped in a time capsule. <laughs> the whole night, bro. You're at, you're at, no, 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 no. You're doing actually, everything. <laughs> it's the Kwame. Steven's actually trapped in a time capsule. Like a real uncle, isn't it, fam? Like, <laughs> what, uh, when were your prime years? W. <laughs> <laughs> Is he crying? I love it. Is he crying? Funky house. Two weeks in a row. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know why Funky House was your error? Again. Because you had the count. There's you no know way you could get those... Bu- you can't get those steps wrong in Funky House, bro. It's um, every beat. <laughs> I was eating good in that era. Fam. I was eating good. I can't lie. Funky House, that era... I'm Ah, oh, My boy made a step to in the morning that I think is un... Touchable. Shout out to Kieran Jalali and the Eagle Skankers who went to Iron Napa two years in a row, 2009, 2010, 2010, 2011, and shut that shit down, fam. Because you know what? 
we really, really made some dance steps. And I reckon, yeah, so if social media... The toothpaste, that, that picture you sent us. Yeah, that was the first year. But if I... If, if there was social media back then, that's, that dance would have wow. spread like wildfire, bro. Spread like an eagle's wings. Hey, tell them. You know, tell drop them. Shout out to the eagle's kankers one time. <laughs> nah, that's not Funky House, but hey. <laughs> we move. We move. Um, we move. We move. Well, Speaking. this is a great... I'll do the segue this week. Please. Oh, has he got on his locker though? Let's see. Oh, I've got it. You talked about Rugby Sevens. Yeah. The power of the Commonwealth. Power of the Commonwealth. The power of sport. Power of sport. Mm. Talk to them. We really saw the power of sport. We really did. After years of hurt. How long? 52? 52 going on 60. Come on. The curse had been broken. Broken. Not by the man them. Not by the strength of a man. No. No. Not by their might. Not by their might. Not by their power. Not by their power. Some things require. Require. A woman's touch. A woman's fucking touch, big man. Lionesses, step forward. Show yourself. Reveal yourselves. Move in the name. Oh. Fever. Move in the name of the spirits. Up against the old foe, the old enemy. The old enemy. Germany. Germany. At home. In Wembley. In Wembley. Not only Wembley, Brickman. The finals of the Euro in front of the biggest. Biggest crowd. Ever. Man or woman. Man or woman. Fish or mammal. It doesn't matter. It don't matter. It doesn't get much bigger than this. It really doesn't. They said... Give us Germany. We want all the smoke. Give us the smoke. We'll put it in a Rizla and Banda. Took the lead. The Germans tried. Like my hairline, they tried to bring it back. Couldn't oh, bring it back, Rick boy. Couldn't bring it back. No bringbacks on this blackjack mm. table. No way. But the lady said, oh, you want penalties? Not this time. Don't think I want that, you know. Gonna do this in <laughs> extra time. Make sure the pain's extra hurt. Make sure the paint is extra dry. Extra jubilation. Big jubilation. For the nation. For the biggest, maybe not the biggest nation. Put the ball in the onion bag. Onion budget. Mm. <laughs> Full sellout crowd. Big sellout crowd. Go mad. The whole nation. They said it was, we've been swinging, it's coming home. But guess what, Stephen? It really is home. It's home, fam. Shout out to the lionesses. Shout out to the lionesses, bro. Shout out to the lionesses with special guest appearances from Pulpit, Pampy, and Deacon Denlock. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. But as you were, guys, but as you were, I love that. I love that. What a moment. And iconic, bro. Iconic. Like, and for me, just like it was a moment where I was just like, I'm just not used to this. England have won. Bruv, yes. something against Germany. Against Germany, <laughs> have what and the conv- final convincingly. It wasn't yeah. like um, it was, did it cross the line or anything nah. like that. It was, it was. They were convincingly the better team, and it's just like that's the real moment where it's like they have won, they have won, and I just, I just stared at the screen for a bit. It was just such an unusual, yeah, feeling. I was just like, wow, there must be a final boss. There must be some form of drama. To come, mm, like, mm. And you know, when you're just conditioned, I had two to drama moments like that. I had two moments like that. Mm. So, uh, when Germany equalized, I said, Man, here we go again. Like, yeah. it, 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 it felt like 
every time that we get close to something as a nation in football, it just slips away from us, isn't it? And we're so used to uh, that narrative of England getting so close, but never really yeah, yeah. crossing the line. So I had that, but then I had a little bit more hope. I was like, do you know what? Like this team has shown pure resilience throughout the whole of this tournament. They've got some excellent ballers in the shape of um, Ellen White. Mm-hmm. You've got Tooney. Oh, what a goal. Can, we talk, can well, we talk about that listen. goal? Do you know Do you know how long? For some, I have no idea, listen. but the German backline went for a walk in the park. <laughs> and there was about 30 yards of just pure isolation and consolidation where she could look at the keeper. And do you know what it is to have that much time? Know you're in the final. Yep. And know that everybody's watching. And know... Yep. Because you've got time to really process and like, this is my moment. We've all been there when you're playing football, you know, this is your moment and you overthink Facts. it. Facts. And she lofted it. Kenny Lofton. But let's let's it, talk about that pass before. I can't... Who, who played that pass? Was it Lucy Bronze? No, it wasn't Lucy Bronze. Who plays the deep line for, for England? Jenny Simmons right now is screaming, screaming the at the podcast. Her, She's screaming at, her, at the podcast. At speakers or um, I want to get the name right because I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna do it any injustice. But there was a part, there was a pass made. Uh, I want to say it wasn't. Um, this is so bad. Mead was it? Mead was it? Was it Mead? No, it wasn't Beth Mead. Beth Mead also Arsenal player, a baller. She baller. lit up the tournament. She took some of her goals that she took across like. Uh, the games that they played, I was just like, this is, this is just excellent, bro. Like the standard of women's football it, in the final, but across the whole of the tournament, has take like gone on leaps and bounds. And obviously, yeah. we've spoken about it here on the podcast about like when women are um, when when as they professionalize, more and more women get into more professionalized uh, situations with their club teams. It's only going to better nations, and you saw it. You saw that was a. Uh, 22 players on the field who all play for professional clubs. And the standard is high, bruv. The standard is high. Like, the games were exciting to watch. There was drama. There was ups. There were downs. Kira Walsh. Kira Walsh. Kira Walsh. Kira Walsh played... She played an integral part of England's success because she gets about a business with literally no qualms, but she can pick a pass, bro. She can pick a pass, fam. And just, oh yeah, and sorry, the second time that I was like, oh man, this this might not happen, was actually when um, the second goal went in and then it was just a pause. Mm. Like, it was like, oh, is... Oh yeah, because they weren't, they, weren't, they weren't sure um, if something was going to roll out for VAR. Even, even at that time, I was like, oh, it's going to be a mad thing. Because you've just been so conditioned. Right. To this, and then when it when it went in, and it's just like, oh my god, this is actually. And even then, you're still like, okay, there's something. But fair play, you know, like they kept the ball well away from the goal, ran down the clock, and then you had that moment. And what I loved the most after it was um, the interviews. You know, like on the on on the men's game, like I think everyone's just been conditioned to say the same old shit. Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, uh, Leo Leo Williamson. Oh, bro. I love her interview afterwards. Oh, man. Just like beautiful. pure authenticity just saying it how it is and like just kind of like her bursting out of her character a little bit to give that interview and just kind of like being an emotional connection in terms of like just saying how she really really felt and being able to express that all of their interviews are just yeah. so refreshing because it was just such a different 
it was just so different. And then, like, as they cut into the studio, and I think they did a nice point of saying, like, you know what, that this wasn't just about the starting eleven or the squad. It was about like all the women, the, all the women before. that we went before yeah. that kind of helped. And yeah. I use this analogy quite a lot. You know, like in the slot machine, when you have got the stack of ten peas and they're yeah, all yeah, over yeah, the edge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, like generations have been trying to get that over the edge and to have this yeah. generation come that is nice that they paid homage to like Man. those uh people that had helped, uh, gone before them and and helped them and even um uh, just just the manager as well she what she's done as well like winning the years back to back with the netherlands and then now with england and even the way that she came across and carried uh herself and even like the trust that she had within the with the squad it was just so refreshing uh to see football played in that way and just to see like the crowd engage with football in that way and Beautiful you talk stuff. about taking it into like new spaces as well there was because I, I was on twitter quite a lot and then yeah. just reading how a lot of people like connecting with the sport because it was presented to them in a different way in a different environment it played in a different spirit and that was so exciting to see and then like when they cut to like the little girls in the um in the stadium as well and just seeing their faces and just wondering like okay because there was a picture of like Leah Williamson with um I think I can't remember who she was was with, was with um it might have been Jill Scott when it, she was like really really young I know who you're talking about she used to play for Arsenal yeah and uh it wasn't Jill Scott but it was someone was it Jill Scott? Yeah. but she had that she had that picture and I was just like oh. so what is this moment gonna do in in that perspective and then just seeing their little faces and seeing like who's gonna be the next person that's gonna be like that that superstar, it's, basically. It's crazy it's, when you think about yeah, it, man. It's like, it's uh, I, I guess when we we can relate to like our first times, and I guess we're of a similar age when uh, ninety eight a World Cup for some of us was oh, yeah. was like our like pivotal time. Might be ninety four for the older gentlemen of the podcast, but um, <laughs> but ninety eight was a, a moment that solidified like the beauty of football in our minds, right? However. Like, we never, ever got to see England get to a point and win something in front of our eyes. I got to see Nigeria win. So, just, just right now. Okay, all right. <laughs> cool. I've never seen... I've saw Jamaica in the World Cup once. But, um... Reggae boys. Imagine young... Reggae boys. But the young... Like, the young women, young girls of the UK get to see these players win a European contest on their home ground, in, in the nation. And it does so much for just building a confidence in yourself and a belief system in yourself to say, I can do that. And it's, it's so funny, like, you got to see it to believe it. And that's real. Like, that's, mm. some, that's some real shit that happened on the weekend. Mm. And I, was just, I sat here watching it and I was just so happy because it was, I, it was like, you know so many of your friends that love the, winning, the women's game, You've seen how the women's game has progressed further and further and further. You've seen England get so far, yet so far away. And finally, they have a team of players and the manager who got it right. Yep. They got it right. And it, it it's so beautiful that it wasn't a man or the men that brought back a trophy. It was the women, you know what I mean? And it was like, this is fucking dope. I I got a little bit teary-eyed when I was watching it and listening to Alex Scott when she was, like, talking about what it meant to her and to everyone else. Because you start to think, you're like, rah, like, Hope Powell. You, you talk about Hope Powell. You talk about the the line 
uh, your uh, any Alucos, like the, the line of players that have like set this all up, and finally they get over that hurdle, they get to lift the trophy in front of the home crowd, and it's just an epic moment. And then as I as I pass over, <clears throat> sorry, pass over to Kwame, I just want to say it's almost very poetic, and you know I. I believe everything happens for a reason. I believe, like, uh, in, like, God's infinite wisdom. But it's almost poetic and beautiful that the men didn't win it. Yes. Because the narrative would have been so, so, so different in terms of if they'd quite, kind of crossed that that line. And, like, for... I'm just glad it happened this way. Yeah. Because... And even the managers, the both of them being yeah. women too. Like, yeah. it, like, obviously, I feel like there are men in the setups of each of those camps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the manager to the 11 players that were on the pitch were all women. And it was just, it was just a really, even like, even though Germany lost, it was a very powerful symbol of, of sport and the women's game and where it's come to. And it was just a, a really lovely thing to see, man. Like, super inspiring. Kwame, where did you watch it? And how did you watch it? And what was your reaction to it? Uh, We can't, we can't hear you. We can't hear you, but, my bad. Okay, cool. Um, all good. Um, I, I, I didn't watch a lot of the tournament, but for some reason I was like, no, nah, it's the final, bro. And then after, I must, have, I must have checked and it was like 2-1. And for some reason I saw final and I thought it was the final score. I was like, oh, I've missed it. And then after, I was like, oh no, like, it's, it's, it's still one. I can still watch extra time. And then um, I was looking at, like, streaming illegally and then uh, luckily I found that... Like, uh, I was able to find it through the a, a, a Dutch channel that streams sporting events. And then even though I missed the goals, it was still lovely to watch it live. And just like, you could see like, you know, through like running down the clock with the corner flag and a little bit of like banter and like housing by the England players on the right wing. It was like, no, oh, fam, it's coming home. It's coming home. Do you understand? And like, I just kept seeing these young girls and these people that was just so beside themselves and they're just like full of excitement and joy. And it's like, it, it kind of was a, a big moment because when I was younger, if when I saw Arsenal playing or winning, it was always like, yeah, my team has won, right? It was never yeah. like, it was never like, even though there are loads of black players, it wasn't like, no, nah, I mean, it's a little bit of that, but it wasn't like, this is a big moment for black players or, uh, it was like, but this, this this is a huge moment for for young women and young ladies who have, who have long had a, a, a image of, of, uh, elite or championship football being one thing yeah and it's like the fact that the whole nation was just like almost almost kind of under the spell of women's football and it's been growing there was a, a, a El Clasico in Spain El Clasico sellout between Barcelona and Madrid and um, and uh, what was my point and it also it just seems that the vibe is so much more pleasant like it seems that people are going there to watch the game yeah. and cheer on England and I kind of feel sometime in the men's game it's very toxic. Like, it can turn. You understand? It can point. turn. It could be abuse. It could be just frustration. It could be swearing. A lot, a lot of times, you know, like, we, we go to games and it's all about banter. But sometimes we hear terrible language. Like, mm. just... But it just seemed like people were really there just be happy to be positive. So, uh, I heard some rumours that they won't get an open tour bus, which is quite what? sad. They had their... Um, so, yesterday, they were at Trafalgar Square. I actually missed it by, like, 10 minutes. I came oh, into shit. the office and went down. But they were there. They had their... Um, they had like a celebrity, you know, like when uh, uh, the Raptors won and they did that thing in Toronto. Yeah, yeah. It was pretty, it was like that. They were just in the middle of Trafalgar Square. 
Uh, but yeah, it's a shame that they won't get an open top bus tour. What, but why? What's the reason for that? I don't know. Okay, we need to. I don't. We know. need to find that out. Then all right, we need to cast your minds now. Okay, cool. Um, they've won it now. Um, what does the future look like? When I ask this question, it's not like I don't want us to give like uh, PC answers or just like no, no, like like Wait, gen- hold on, gen- hold on. genuinely hold on. like hold on, what hold on. do we? Ha- huh? You said PC answers, but I asked you what your favorite MJ song, and you said all of them. That is um, <laughs> Smokey. Oh, my like, like Smokey the Bear out here. <laughs> uh, wait, wait, wait. Um, but like genuinely, like how how do you see it? Because I feel like um, there's going to be a movement. There's going to have to be a very interesting discussion because um, if if you're if I'm a woman on that team and I'm seeing kind of like. Um, you know, we've done something. They have every right to move we, the same way as the US women's team. Y- yeah, I'm. I'm like, I'm like, okay, cool. What What are you saying now? Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, you know, talk you, to you me know, nice. Yeah, yeah. You know, you know. I can't remember who it was, but it says that put your medals on the table. Yeah. I'm like, okay, this is a very different dynamic now. And then now you see the snowball effect, hopefully, of like a lot more people attending games and being engaged with it. And then all of a sudden, from a marketing perspective and revenue and sponsorship, you know, things start to balance or shift. Um, It's going to create a very interesting dynamic. And also on the flip side, like knowing it, like what are some of the potential pitfalls of that extra kind of like, Money, money and uh, money and things like that could it taint what is something pure i'm just curious to get how you guys see see things that's, that's a very good question and i think if we were to go back to our conversation with any yeah. i think one of the things any um said one of the things that she said was women because there was not a lot of money in the game and there isn't a lot of money in the game even now a lot of women play for the love of the game and that is true like we've spoken about it here numerous times when you have a love for something like that's that the passion of that's not going to go away however it'll be interesting to see once and if and hopefully that 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 money does get pushed into into the women's game, what happens to the mentality of the players? Newer players, do you know what I mean? I think if it continues on the trajectory that it is, it's going to be a viable a viable profession for people to choose and say, do you know what? I just want to play football because I know that it's going to get me X, Y, and Z. I'm saying that in a very, very long term. In the short term, in the short term, you're going to see more people take up football. You're going to see more women, more young girls playing football, more more women, like, more money into into the game. And I don't think it's going to have that, that, effect, that effect that I think you're alluding to. I don't think you're going to see that until later on down the line when all of that, like, spotlight, money, glitz and glamour is behind all of that. Because right now, I feel like for, for a woman to choose football, they fucking have to love football. A lot yeah, yeah, of yeah, yeah, a lot yeah. of a lot of players, yeah. a lot of men who play football, play football because they're good, but they know that there's a lifestyle, there's um the, the money that comes with it, the, also the fame that comes with it. I don't think that's the same in the women's game, but I can see it potentially shifting that way. But I hope it doesn't. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's gonna be an interesting 
one to see how that how that develops and how they kind of handle it there because I'd love them to maintain uh what they've got but we know kind of like what happens when kind of money and and um companies getting get involved different kind of agendas we've seen kind of like the decimation of the men's game because of profit because of you know matches having to shift at a particular time things being played or you know there's a world cup in Qatar houseway <laughs> money <laughs> money um, you ain't got the answers yeah. way. so like we, we've seen that so Kwame I'm interested to get your 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 take in terms of like how do you see the what happens next from this moment I'm just hoping that it gets uh, it just grows organically it gets bigger and bigger you made a good point about when it if it grows then will it become like there's a lot of times when we look at football we love it it's like bro this ain't a sport anymore it's just a business yeah. isn't it yeah, yeah. I've, 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 I, I truly think we're some like we're, I truly think we're some like decades away from that. For but sure. I think it's growing even more. It's growing even now. To when you go on Sky Sports transfer watch, and like the men and the women's team transfer news is on the same page as they should be, mm. and like even me, so someone that I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not the biggest or the most avid watcher of the women's game, but like I know who's who. I'm like, oh my gosh, Sam Kerr again, all this stuff. You understand? Like yeah. Vivian Medema is really banging in the goals. So. And even because I support Arsenal, I support every Arsenal team. Yeah, you understand. Yeah, so when, yeah. so when, when the women come second, I'm like, "Fuck, man, it's Chelsea team, bro. They're really doing it." <laughs> you understand? So, so um, yeah, I, I, I guess it's taken a vested interest. I'm really happy the game's growing, and you know, we spoke to not only any Luko of a proper unmarked series, but we spoke to part of the next gen, um, Rintola Babangide, who I just checked and is flying the flag out in Spain, yeah. playing for that like, Real Betis. So um, yeah, man, I'm just hoping that it grows, and I'm and I really like that the team. Had like, I don't know, man. It's just yeah. I can just I can see it growing organically. Um, I don't. I think we have to taper taper expectations. I don't think the. I think the crowds will grow, but like, I, I don't think the the. I, I don't think the team will be able to play at Wembley because even 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 England aren't the men's team aren't able to 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 like what you call it, select Wembley for you for qualifiers and that. But I think I, I think we'll grow organically, and I think over the next 10, 20 years we might see a spate of four footballers. That are talented, that were inspired by the shit, by the generation. For sure, for so, sure, man. That's what I see. And we made this, we made this point, I think, before. But like, <clears throat> the reason why there was such a disparity between the men's and the women's game, obviously, is because the 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 professionalism. You put a person through professional training day in and day out. They're going to get better. The standard's going to get better. Players are going to be ballers. And you're seeing that. And you're seeing it. And I think it was a great advertisement for the women's game and for the people that are investing in it. It's like, invest more. You're going to see more of it. One thing I hope is that with that investment, that they use it to... um, Or there's a way, system to help uplift everybody. Because I don't want to see where, like, maybe the US, the Netherlands, and uh, England, Germany get so far ahead yeah. that they just becomes their own kind of like um, mini mini league monopoly. Because I think that yeah. happened um, on the men's side, where a couple of like nations were just so 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 far away. So I wanna, I would hope that when they're negotiating deals in certain conditions, that is things that all women would have access to mm. as equal as possible so that the whole league because I really believe that the next step is for the whole league mm. to get stronger because we um, all remember the days where we'd watch the FA Cup final and Arsenal would win like 13-0 yeah. 
yeah. or something like yeah, you know yeah. like like no one's really enjoying that like 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 so I think the future is kind of in terms of retaining people's attention is that competitiveness of the whole league and the whole tournaments there so it means that as money's coming in it can't be um overly it can't be shared in one direction that they need to find a way that they can everybody else can kind of eat off that and improve off that because that's only going to help everybody else so i don't know how they're going to do it but like i really i'm really hopeful that they can as they go up they can lift the whole franchise or wow i said franchise wow (laughs) it's it's really american over here that's the j (laughs) moving mad but yeah that's my hopes for it anyway but yeah man um I think it's a, a a good time and a good way to to sign off this episode. Big shout out to the lionesses. Big shout out to Yafu Downs out there in Carabana. Big the Lion of Lambeth. The Lion of Lambeth. Toronto. Big <laughs> shout out to Kwame out there repping Plus Three One, and a big shout out to my brother Stephen sat right here in Plus Four Four Operations. It's your boy Kieran. This is the Out of Home Podcast. Thank you for listening, and I hope you enjoy the rest of your day wherever you are. Yeah, peace. Peace. Hey, hey you look. You look. You look. You look. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.